You might not realize it, but life has a soundtrack. For most of us, it sounds a bit like... But you can always change the station. In hundreds of Delta Airlines destinations, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. All right, well, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Happy holidays. This is our holiday special, and especially today, Merry Christmas, as it's Christmas Day. So today we have a lot of great interviews um, about businesses that do business related to the holidays and experience a boost in business. And this year, they're estimating that just from holiday spending, U.S. consumers are going to spend over a trillion dollars just this year. So that's crazy. I mean... And it seems to start earlier and earlier every year. I mean, Halloween's over and then boom, it's Christmas time. Oh, yeah. I mean, November 1st, 7 a.m., you walked into the mall this year and Christmas decorations were up, the music was playing. But, you know, you can't blame these business owners. Some of these businesses experienced their biggest boost in revenue these last two months of the year. Yeah, we we have seen that a lot. And we've seen a lot of businesses that really gear up for the holidays. Uh, one interview we have this week is Randall Vital, the president of Hoffman's Chocolates and uh, their BBX company. And But they have a winter wonderland. I mean, we're talking thousands of people. And this is in South Florida, by the way. And they have a ice skating rink and they have Santa every night. And we're talking 40 nights that they do this night after night. So it's an incredible display of lights and chocolates. And I mean, it's just an incredible thing that they do every year. But there's a lot of cities that do those kind of things. We have some interviews about that kind of stuff too. Yeah, some interviews about that kind of stuff. We also have some interviews with some brokers from our network about businesses that you wouldn't think that get a big boost from the holidays, but almost almost every business does. So we talk about a massage studio um, that had a specific situation with gift cards that had, had been sold during the holidays. We also have an online pajama apparel company, and apparently they get a big boost from all those grandmothers sending their grandkids holiday pajamas during the year, which you'd never think about, but makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, listen, we all get some crazy gifts during the holidays and some good ones and some bad ones. And uh, what was the best gift you ever got? Oh, well, um, I was that kid that got a pony. So when I was five years old, what? yeah, what? yeah I was five years old and um, my parents bought me a pony for Christmas, big red bow around her neck and everything. And um, the funniest part was this was, I mean, this was back when, you know, video cameras were just coming out and my dad wanted to use it so badly to record my reaction. So I remember walking out and seeing the pony and then my dad going, wait, 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 
we got to do the whole thing again. Pretend like you didn't see her. I'm like, dad, pretend like I didn't see the horse because the video camera wasn't working. <laughs> so oh I'll hate hearing that story on the podcast, <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was the most memorable. And she was with my family um, for almost, oh, almost 30 years. She was with my family. She just wow. passed away a couple years ago. Wow, what an incredible story. I, I can't top that. I mean, I think the most memorable thing we got, or at least the thing that I really enjoyed was that we had this chemistry set. And the, the crazy thing is, I, I guess I'm a little older, I'm 50 something years old, and and the safety uh, instructions weren't as, uh, I guess, rigorous back then. Um, I remember it having acid in it and us burning things constantly, trying to melt things with the acid. Real <laughs> acid? The, like real acid. Yeah, like, <laughs> like real acid in the chemistry set and like all these warnings. And I don't remember goggles being in there at all, but test tubes and beakers. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It might have been like a, you know, back in the day thing. It might have also just been a Jersey thing where they just allowed kids to have acid back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that kind of acid, folks. Okay. <laughs> so we have a great show. Uh, again, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, and we're looking forward to a big 2019. We have some great shows coming up. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. And, you know, remember to rate us again, too. So that that's really helpful as we close out 2018. So Great. Well, let's get to the show. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Okay, we're back. We're here talking about the business of the holidays. And I have a very special friend and guest in Randall Vitali from Hoffman's Chocolates. And they are, they're owned by BBX Capital, which is a, a, a public company. And you can look them up on uh, online and they're a great company. And I happen to be a board member. So I just want to put that out there. But Hoffman's is sort of a, it's something that they acquired and, and, and it's part of their uh, suites uh, division and Randall is now in charge of it and is uh, doing an amazing job. And Hoffman's is almost a small business in a very large company and they run it like a small business and it was a family business. So I think it's very apropos for our audience. And also uh, it does a lot of business in the holidays. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Randall. Thanks, Andy. Just a little bit about Hoffman's uh, first. It's about a f almost a 45-year-old company. For the first 40 years, it was owned by the Hoffman's family, and we purchased the company about five years ago. It um, was originally only in Palm Beach County with four locations, and we've expanded into Broward County, which for those of you outside of South Florida is Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach. We now have eight retail locations and uh, we really do a lot of our business around major holidays, but none bigger than the Christmas holiday. So for us, uh, we really look at this time of year in our retail stores to make up approximately 35 to 40% of our entire year will happen during the last six to eight weeks of our retail calendar, which is a tremendous amount of pressure, but it also a lot of fun. And so we get to do a lot 
in uh, celebrating with everyone in the in the community and selling great products that bring a lot of smile to a lot of smiles to people's faces. And uh, we do that through regular retail, but also through an event that we have in our garden at our factory, which uh, for those of you who have not been to this, hopefully many of you have, in Palm Beach County, we have an event that we've been putting on for almost 30 years. This will be our 28th year called Winter Wonderland. And this year, over 40 nights, we will expect over 80,000 guests to walk through our gardens. And then many of them will then walk into our retail store or go ice skating on the Florida Panthers ice skating rink. And that activity, which has been, like I said, almost 30 years in the making, drives a lot of traffic and a lot of awareness to our retail store, specifically our flagship retail store, which is where our factory is in Green Acres, Florida. Well, Winter Wonderland is a legend down here in South Florida, and uh, I'm looking forward to going this year again because it keeps getting bigger and bigger. So just talk about like the business of what is it like to try to gear up for the holidays? I mean, how much of percentage of a, of sales is it and how much how many new employees do you have to put on? I mean, it's you have a lot of moving parts in Hoffman. You have a mobile truck, you have uh you have online sales, I I believe, you have baskets, you have obviously the retail business and and you have so many partnerships in the in the community. So it seems like a massive kind of you know, uh, kind of uh, logistical thing, the holidays. So talk about that a little bit. So just like any other business, it's the people is the most important part. And we've got a great team, many of whom wear different hats at different, different times of the year. You're right that we do end up staffing up. We have seasonal hiring in all of our retail stores. And then we add about between factory temp workers and in the winter wonderland slash retail store at our factory store, we add probably about 40 to 50 people for the holiday season, which for us is about a 35% increase seasonally. So it's very important to get that group staffed up early. Many folks come back and are part of the team year after year. They enjoy the additional holiday part-time work and make a little bit of extra money, but it's also a lot of fun to be uh, in that environment. Regarding sales, again, it's probably 30 to 40%, just depending on when you start the clock. Uh, whether it's early November, mid-November, late October, uh, through it, through the year end. And as far as getting ready, it is a uh, full-on production. The gardens take several weeks to get to Winter Wonderland uh, shape. The retail stores, same thing. We have changeover for each holiday. But really, the product is the part that takes the most amount of time. You're doing packaging about a year in advance and getting themes done about a year in advance. And then the production of the chocolate, you want it to be as fresh as possible, but also you have to have a buildup of the manufacturing of that chocolate. So it's done some of it just in time, some of it a few weeks in advance, and some of it a little longer if we have proper shelf life on those products. Well, it, it's it's an amazing uh, business. It's uh, certainly the holidays uh, drives a lot of, of business here in the United States uh, and you know, so the one last thing that I'll ask you, just kind of to wrap it up, if you had like one piece of advice for our listeners who are running small businesses and they want to capitalize on the holidays, you know, what's that one piece of advice? Is it that they need to create buzz with like some events, uh, partnerships, uh, you know, or really just kind of plan to 
you know, sell a lot of things and maybe, you know, overbook a little bit? I think for us, we've been most successful with partnerships in the community tied to events. So whether if it's an event that we put on like Winter Wonderland or some of our partnerships with the Florida Panthers, uh, I'll let you and your your podcast listeners in on a secret. We're about to be the official chocolate company of the Orange Bowl. And so uh, a partnership with the Florida Panthers, we're doing something really cool with Funky Buddha, which is yet to be announced. And so looking at different groups that have different audiences, partnering with them and, you know, synergistically helping each other to raise both brands uh, awareness. For us, brand awareness during the busiest time of the year is the most important thing we can do because people have a choice to shop online, to go into big box locations. But we feel that our uh, connectedness with the community really provides a special place for people to come shop or order online as the case may be uh, and have a great holiday experience. Okay. I said last question, but I have one more question because so Hoffman's has some amazing products and I'll tell you two of my favorites. One of them is the dark chocolate pretzels. I'm just a sucker for dark chocolate and the pretzels are just out of this world. The number two is the coconut cashew crunch which is, uh, it doesn't last long in my house. You get a bag of it and you just can't stop nibbling on, on it. So, and um, I just happened, I, I'm going to say something sacrosanct here. I'm not an Oreo guy, but I know that's a big product for you as well. So you just want to, what are your favorite products or perhaps, you know, what is the world's favorite products out there that you make? I think over and over we hear the pretzels, whether it's milk or dark, they're so delicious. And um, the fact that they're individually wrapped in, in the one pound case really makes them really makes them a winner. We do a lot of the Oreos. We do a lot of um, coconut cashew crunch as well. Chocolate, what's great about it is that it's, you know, an affordable luxury and to have premium products with premium ingredients that people have a emotional connection to. Everyone kind of has their own personal favorite. I'll give one little pro tip that I give to uh, guests who walk into our store who are ordering a sea salt caramel. And that is if you order a sea salt caramel, you see the nice sea salt on top, you need to turn it over and have the salt hit your tongue first. And when you eat sea salt caramel that way, it'll change the way you view chocolate. Well, that's the most amazing pro tip I've ever heard. And I love sea salt uh, uh, caramels. They're amazing. So uh, one last thing, if you just want to give the website so people, if they want to get their holiday orders in or order, uh, if this comes out right before the holidays and they want to start getting ready for Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, where could they go? So online at Hoffman's.com, you have the opportunity to ship throughout the country year round. Holidays, again, the busiest time of year, but certainly uh, we do ship 12 months out of the year, whether it's any of the holidays you mentioned or uh, some of the new product we've just rolled out, like officially collegiate licensed product, which is uh, something that's new right now, specific to only Florida schools. But year round, Hoffman's.com, and you can follow us on all of our social media channels as well. I really appreciate it, Randall. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Andy. It's a great podcast. Uh, happy to be a part of it. Hey, Andy, you know what time I think it is? I think it's time to talk about our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Welcome back to Deal of the Week. Uh, we are with a very special guest this week. We are with Michael Shea. Mike has been a top producer here at Transworld, top producer in the industry for many years. I mean, he is one of the most prolific brokers out there in the world. 
and we are very happy to have him to talk about a deal of the week that has to do with Christmas. It's a special Christmas business uh, that Mike sold. So why don't you tell us about it, Mike? Welcome. Hey, thank you, Andy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. So the deal of the week. Um, this was a holiday lighting Christmas decorating business we sold. The list price on this deal was $45,000. So it was a small one. Uh, they were making uh, about $43,000. But because it's holiday lighting, they literally, these were a young couple. Uh, they both worked in Yellowstone National Park. One was a chef and one was a valet parking manager. And they would seasonally fly into Orlando and uh, for 30 days, decorate houses, HOAs, commercial buildings. And they were, it was crazy. In, in, in one month, they would do $75,000 in revenue. Had a little storage unit. They'd store the lights post the, the Christmas season. They'd pocket 40 grand, go back, go paragliding. So it was really a lifestyle business that allowed them to live the lifestyle, do paragliding, parachuting, hike in the woods, and then do their seasonal work in Yellowstone. It was a really cool little business. The multiple was kind of low because it was so unique and so strange. It, the business had actually been turned down by a couple other brokers because they didn't think they could sell it. And we sold it to a family from Moldova, uh, the former Soviet Union, uh, who were not familiar with the insanity of Christmas holiday lighting. They actually got an E2 investor visa on the deal, even as small as it was. And now they've doubled the business and they're expanding into uh, more technical lighting for shows. But the holiday lighting business is still a core to their business. That is a great deal. And that's what we do here at Transworld. Good deals for good people. Certainly unique. So uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, we're back to the Christmas special. Welcome, everybody. And we are very happy to have a special guest uh, right now with us. We have Matt Townsend from Bloomberg News out of New York. And uh, he is there. Uh, one of his specialties is the toy industry. And we want to talk about Listen, the biggest retailer of toys went out of business basically this year, and we think it's a great opportunity for small business. And so, Matt, why don't you give us a little bit of background of what do you think is happening out there in the in the world and how it might affect small business? Sure. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, in the, in the toy industry, Toys R Us, uh, as many people know, uh, went out of business and liquidated earlier this year. Uh, leaving a huge hole in the market, you know, several billions of dollars just in the U.S. And, you know, while, yes, Walmart and Target and Amazon have tried to capture a lot of those sales, there still is a relatively big opportunity for smaller, you know, shops and, and, and retailers, uh, small businesses businesses to offer something in that category um, to boost their sales. I mean, there's obviously still a lot of, people wanting to buy toys for their kids or for relatives. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that, you know, retailers of all sizes are going after at this point. Great. And, you know, I, and this is going to be a big year, right? So it seems like the economy is going well. Uh, it seems like uh, people are out there feeling better about, you know, maybe spending some money. Uh, stock market is kind of flat this year, but, you know, still it's up from the last few years. Certainly we're not in 2009, 2010. So it seems like it's going to be a good year. Yeah. I mean, all the data and sort of what we've been seeing already, you know, is pointing to what could be 
the best Christmas uh, or holiday shopping season since the mid 2000s when the you know the housing boom was driving a lot of consumer spending um you know consumers are very confident uh there's been a lot of jobs added to the economy unemployment's low we are starting to see some wage gains um across the board and even with some of the sell off in the stock market recently that hasn't really dampened uh consumer confidence um we also know that you know consumers um, who own homes are are doing pretty well because there there has been a big uptick in the value of homes over the past several years, which adds to confidence, which adds to the sort of need to reinvest in those homes so they're out buying more things to to make their homes look better, furniture, whatnot. Um, so yeah, there, this 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 holiday season does have great potential. Um, so you, you would expect if you are selling directly to consumers, you are likely in for a pretty good season. Interesting. And, you know, it seems like that the retailers or even, you know, just like the cities and the, and this, and the towns are, are relying a lot on it. We see a lot of like event kind of driven things where they're, they're running more events. I, I, I saw that FEO Swartz opened up again in, uh, in right in Rockville center. And, uh, I could see, you know, like a lot of cities are trying to run these events to kind of bring people together to kind of drive sales. And, you know, and in New York, of course, you have the Christmas Spectacular. And it seems like that is a big driver of small business around those kind of events as well. Yeah, that's right. A lot of uh, uh, sort of event-driven or experience-driven um, uh, retailing is is a big thing now. Um, you know, everything from you know, like a farmer's market, for example. I mean, you know, where were those 10, 15 years ago? Now they're sprouting up everywhere. Um, it's just one example. Um, so that, yeah, there's a lot of movement towards, you know, even with the internet, even with all the sort of distractions with social media and video games, you know, people do still like to get out into the real world and experience things. And, you know, the more that communities and municipalities can uh, create those things, the better for you know, companies, big and small. Okay. And to kind of wrap this up, you know, we're ending out on a, a good year, 2018. Again, the unemployment's low. Housing, uh, you know, prices are up. Uh, you know, borrowing is getting a little bit more expensive. You know, what do you see coming into 2019? And I know it's going to be a crazy year uh, eventually in 2020 with an election year coming up. But what do you see as far as, you know, the small business world or the, you know, economy in general? Yeah, that's the that's the uh, million dollar question, so to speak. I mean, they, there is a lot of more speculation uh, that you know we might be hitting the sort of top of the economic cycle. That you know there will be some sort of slowdown in the U.S. economy over the next eighteen months potentially, um, because things just can't stay this sort of robust forever. Um, so yes, some of the things you called out, like rising in- interest rates. Um, you know, there's potential with the trade disputes um, ongoing with China and other trading partners could have a bigger impact in 2019. So there is some trepidation about, you know, things not being as frothy and robust next year um, with potentially some sort of correction in the economy coming within the next 18 months or so. Yeah, but even with that, and we always feel that there's an opportunity for small business and uh, we think that will continue to go on into 2000, you know, 19 to 2020. It seems like there's, you know, even the internet, while, you know, the Amazons of the world have certainly taken over, 
uh, it seems like there's still an opportunity for entrepreneurs out there. Oh, I totally agree. You know, even before Toys R Us went out of business, I mean, there was a lot of proof that just small little mom and pop toy stores were doing quite well because they offer, you know, better service or they, you know, sort of a niche offering. And that's, that's what small businesses are meant for. So yeah, even with the big, you know, giant companies out there, there's always room for small businesses to find customers and, 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 and to keep them. That's great. Well, Matt, thanks so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you jumping on short notice. Okay. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about holiday-related businesses, and I have John Woodall with me from our Denver office. John, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Jess. Glad to be here. Good, good. Well, I know you have um, a a business that you wanted to share with us today, and it's very holiday-related, a pajama business, but I'll, I'll let you tell us a little bit about this business that you're representing. Yes, uh, the business is a lifestyle apparel brand for infant, toddler, children. And in their product, they use 100% organic cotton. Um, the lifestyle apparel brand, you know, basically encourages good eating habits, being active, and developing good sleep habits with their customer base. Great. And, and they produce... Um all kinds, all kinds of apparel or specifically just the pajama? They just, yeah, they're focused on pajamas um, for the toddler to infant age group. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about the history of this company um, and also some growth opportunities that you see for someone looking to acquire this business. Well, the, uh, the business was started in 2005 um, as um like I said, like a lifestyle apparel brand sort of focused on eco-friendly, like an eco-friendly clothing line. Um, and the owner um, has been mostly selling uh, through Amazon and through her website. Um, she uh, at one point was doing some wholesale through brick and mortar, but, um, you know, she's definitely steered away from that and has been doing it mostly online. So, you know, I think this opportunity to, you know, an Amazon retail type company would be a nice tuck-in opportunity um, for that type of buyer. Okay. Makes sense. So someone that's an expert in e-commerce or apparel or Amazon retailer, like you said, sounds like a a really good company. Um, Before we get into the financials, let's talk about, I mean, the theme of today's show is obviously holiday themed businesses. What kind of spike does this business experience during the holiday season? Um, they, so they, they have three product runs, one in the spring, fall and holiday holiday gives them about a 30% shot in the arm. Um, so it's definitely a big, important time of year for them. Yeah. All those parents and grandparents buying their kids and grandkids Christmas themed pajamas, right? Yeah. I mean, the grandmothers, you know, around the country, they're right now purchasing items for grandchildren and, um, you know, this, uh, this uh, apparel brand definitely gets a benefit from that. That's great. So let's jump into the numbers. Uh, our listeners' favorite part, as always. Let's talk a little bit about the asking price for this business and any other financial details that you can share about it. Sure. So the business is uh, listed at one hundred ninety thousand um, dollars. The business is doing approximately a couple hundred thousand dollars in annual sales, and their gross margins um, in twenty seventeen were. 65,000. They're on track to do 75,000 gross profit this year. Um, So yeah, they're, you know, kind of holding steady. 
That's good. Well, and, and it sounds like, you know, even though they do get, you know, a, a boost during the holidays, it's a sustainable business year round. So like you said, great acquisition for a number of different types of buyers. If anyone would like to learn more about this business, John, how would they be able to reach you? Um, you can either call me at 720-526-0540 or my email, john, J-O-H-N, at transworlddenver.com. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much, John, for joining us and sharing this listing with us. And we'll have it in the show notes for anybody who wants to reach out to John or wants to learn more. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks, Jess. All right. Welcome back. And our deal of the week this week is holiday related. And I have with us Jen Fox from our Boston office. Jen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for having me. So, Jen, you had an interesting deal that you closed um, January, right after the holiday season from 2017, so January 2018. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that transaction and any learning lessons you took out of it? Yes. I had a massage franchise that I actually closed it in April, but it went into contract in um, January. And what was really interesting about this transaction was there was a lot of gift cards that were um, involved in the transaction. So that was what made um, it a little more challenging because it went into contract in January and with the massage franchise, we had a lot of gift cards that were involved in December with Christmas. And then with it closing in April, we also had the challenge of Valentine's Day. Ah, so two holidays in one. And you know what? Gift cards is something a lot of business owners forget about, right? So you sell these gift cards and then you forget that it's it's actually like pending on your account. So how did you guys handle that in the deal? How did you account for those gift cards? And, you know, what did the seller get? What did the buyer assume? What was the structure of that? Well, the best part about this transaction was it was also a franchise. So the franchisor already had a great system in place for dealing with gift cards and made it a lot easier when negotiating how gift cards were handled. Um, what we did was for all gift cards that were were done prior to the previous the previous years, so prior to 2017, those were assumed by the new owner, but they, they were done on a, a system. So they basically, we basically created a formula where they were um, what the average um, gift card redemption rate was. So this was what we've seen over the years. So in this case, we decided that it was 70%. So not all gift cards were redeemed. So what they've seen over the years that only 70% of gift cards were redeemed. And then we use the cost of service. So the new buyer or the, the previous seller was only paying the actual cost to service those gift cards. So say if it was $1,000 or a thousand gift cards of those thousand gift cards, um, 70, 70% was 700 gift cards would be redeemed. And let's just say to make it easy, the cost of service was 10%. So of the 700, um, 10%, that would have been only 70 
dollars would be what they were paying on that. So Jen, you were talking about how you calculated the redemption rates for these gift cards, because that can be sometimes very complicated. So how did you guys structure that redemption and how much the seller owed back to the buyer for those, for those gift cards? So we calculated on the average rate of redemption. In this case, it was 70%. So if there were a thousand gift cards, 70% out of a thousand was 700. So then the seller just paid back those 700s. And did you do it at the retail rate or did you do it at the, the rate of service or what would have been the cost of cost of service? And then there was a cost of service. So if the cost of service was 10% to make that easy, then he paid $70. <laughs> okay, got it. So I, I mean, all of this sounds really good. And, and fortunately, the franchisor sounded like they had a really good system. But I would imagine that any other business owner would have to have really good records of their gift cards when they were sold, who they were sold to, whether they were redeemed or not. Is that accurate? And, and what advice would you give to a business owner that has a high amount of gift card sales during the holidays that's looking to sell their business? I would say all of the above. That is very accurate. And with this being a, a franchise, it was very easy to keep a record and how to calculate gift cards. And now moving forward with other business owners, I use this formula and I always um, recommend this system and how um, I do always recommend the system and how to calculate them and keeping this in mind before we even negotiate a, a sales price, as we know that there's going to have to be a liability um, to be deducted moving forward. Yeah, great advice. Great advice. And it is a very, very big deal. I think, you know, if you're in a business that doesn't have a lot of gift card sales, obviously, you never even think about it. But retail businesses, service businesses that have a lot of gift card sales is very, very important. So Jen, before I let you go, last question, what the listeners always love to hear, tell us about the details of the transaction. You know, what was the list price? What did it ultimately sell for? And what kind of multiple did this business get? The list price was four twenty five. It sold for three ninety, and the multiple was just under three, three times. Wow. Great deal for the seller. And I, I mean, what would you attribute it? Like we talk about a lot of businesses sell for two times. Obviously this one sold for a higher multiple. Was it because it was a franchise or was there other reasons that this business was valued at a higher multiple than typical? I do really believe it was because it was a franchise and it was a great franchise. There was a good team in place. It was around for almost 10 years in a great location, all of the above. Great, great advice. Well, that's, you know, for the listeners out there, those are some of the ways that you can increase that multiple. A lot of people ask us, how can they increase the value of their business? And Jen just listed off some great ways to do so. Well, Jen, thank you so much for joining us again and sharing the story of this deal of the week. Thanks, Jess. Welcome back, everybody. And we are here for listing of the week. And we have a very interesting kind of a holiday slash winter uh, themed business, but not really. So uh, this week we have Simon Polzer with uh, our West Palm Beach office, and he is here to tell us all about this listing and tell us about this interesting listing. 
Thanks, Andy. Uh, very interesting. Uh, perfect for the holidays. This is an artificial skating rink business. They rent artificial skating rinks uh, to festivals, community events, birthdays, parties, etc. Um, they're they've had this business for two years and they run it part time. Uh, so this is the type of business that's great for supplemental income. Um, they are looking to sell all the assets below asset value. Uh, so this listing is for sale for fifty nine thousand. It comes with almost seventy five thousand dollars worth of assets. Uh, it nets uh, almost twenty one thousand dollars a year, and uh, takes really minimal time. I think on average the seller works about five hours a week. Um, sometimes not at all, and if there's an event, sometimes a little more. Uh, these ice rinks can be set up anywhere, uh, indoor in a shopping mall, or even on grass on flat surface grass area. Um, they come with boards, interlocking puzzle piece uh, connectors. Uh, there's three rinks in total. Two of them can, can be combined to be a 40 by 60, so a very large rink. Uh, they have wow. uh, the yes boards, the chairs. It comes with 300 sets of skates. Um, that includes figure skating, skates, ice skates, uh, pucks and various hockey sticks, uh, uh, even skating bars. Uh, these are support bars for someone that's new at skating. Um, they would use these so they don't fall down. And uh, so it's really uh, geared to be applicable to everyone. And uh, they're quite popular when they do set them up uh, in the community events and in malls. Um, so this is an interesting business for somebody that's looking for something part-time, not to put a lot of time into. Uh, it comes with the trailer and really everything you would need. Wow, that's an incredible business and uh, certainly uh, something that, you know, people are looking for supplemental income to do. Well, thanks for it. Thanks for coming on this week. Yeah, you're very welcome. I will point out too also that they are offering financing as well, 15000 in financing. So 44000 down can get you this business. And absolutely. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Uh, you can reach me on my cell phone, 561-508-1160 or email me, spulzer at tworld.com. Perfect. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for tuning into our show today. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, visit us at tworld slash the deal board or email us at the deal board at tworld.com. You might not realize it, but life has a soundtrack. For most of us, it sounds a bit like... But you can always change the station. In hundreds of Delta Airlines destinations, you can turn your soundtrack into a global chorus. Delta. Keep climbing. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.